Hello, you lovely word nerds. Thank you for listening and downloading and streaming this ridiculous podcast. I am here to give you some words, hopefully a little entertainment, but mostly just words, because uh, I'm not Cedric the Entertainer, which I was just listening to before I recorded this. I was just listening to his episode on Mark Maron's podcast, WTF. Good episode. Talented guy. Works a lot. Seriously, he works a lot. Uh, okay. That was not a judgment. It's just a fact. He works a lot, uh, which I... Good for him. I'm impressed. Um, all right. We are going to say some words. Let's see. Today is December 16th. Happy birthday. The first word is attitudinize. Attitudinize with a uh, with an S-E at the end, which is the British variation of attitudinize with a Z-E, which is our next word. It often goes that way. Fancy that. Uh, this is an intransitive verb from 1784. To assume an affected mental attitude. Synonym is pose. Now we have A-T-T-N. This is an abbreviation for the word attention. You probably see this abbreviation a lot in your emails, maybe. Now we have atto. Uh, it is a prefix, A-T-T-O. Uh, let's skip the etymology. We'll come back to that. Ooh, this is fun. It is one quintillionth part of. One quintillionth part of. That's the whole definition. We have an example, atogram. Uh, so an atogram is one quintillionth of a gram. I just cannot comprehend uh, these these parts. Um, one quinti- quintillionth, by the way, is 10 to the negative 18, uh, which I think basically means that there's like 18 zeros in front of the the actual number part that you're dealing with. That is tiny. And uh, this is from Danish or Norwegian, Aten, A-T-T-E-N, which means 18. Uh, So if you ever wonder where we get some of those weird prefix things, uh, you know, million, billion, trillion, quadrillion, but also on the other side, there's, um, what I'm trying to think of, there's nano, nanometer, uh, or nanosecond, but there's all these other ones. But anyway, Addo is one of them. Uh, and that this one in particular is from Danish or Norwegian. Uh, and I wonder where the other ones have come from. That was my point. Uh, this is all from the Old Norse Atjan, A-T-T-J-A-N, which is akin to the Old English, how do you say this word, Iatatjan, uh, which means 18 which is honestly not all that far off from the way we say it. It is spelled, by the way, the Old English word, E-A-H-T-A-T-I-E-N-E. And there's a horizontal line over the I. We are going to move move one away to the next word, which is a torn. It is an intransitive verb from the 15th century. To agree to be tenant to a new owner or landlord of the same property. A tournament is a noun. It's not where people joust. That would be a tournament. This is an atornment. And the etymology says this is from Middle English atornen, which is from Anglo-French aturner or atourne, which means to prepare or designate or atorn. And that is from A plus turner, which means turn. 
Now we have attorney. This is a noun from the 14th century. One who is legally appointed to transact business on another's behalf, especially the synonym lawyer. Attorneyship is a noun, and I think that would be hilarious if there was a cruise just for lawyers and it was called an attorneyship. Uh, the etymology, this is from Middle English, attorney, uh, spelled with an O-U, not an O, but no U. O-U, scamp. Uh, which is from the Anglo-French attourner, which is from the verb attourner, which we talked about in the previous episode in the etymology, and that is it. Doesn't tell me, well, I guess or tourner, uh, it means prepare, designate, or attorn, uh, and turner means to turn. Uh, why that has to do with somebody legally appointed to transact business of another's behalf is beyond me. Next, we have attorney at law. There are hyphens in between the words. It is a noun, and if you want to pluralize it, it is attorneys at law. It's not attorney at laws. That would be weird. It is from 1768, a practitioner in a court of law who is legally qualified to prosecute and defend actions in such court on the retainer of clients. Next, we have attorney general. It can be pluralized fascinating. It can be pluralized by uh, or in the ways attorneys general, which would make sense, or attorney generals, which also makes sense, uh, but in a different way. So this is from 1585. The chief law officer of a nation or state who represents the government in litigation and serves as its principal legal advisor. I know so little about this because A, I don't know law, and B, I don't know politics, and so this is just so beyond my scope of understanding. But that's what they do. At least I know that. Next, we have the word attract. This has some fun synonym information at the end. Well, I don't know if it's fun. I haven't read it yet, but I'm assuming it's fun, just like this whole book. This is a verb from the 15th century. We'll start with the transitive definitions. Uh, There's a couple. To cause, to approach, or adhere, as A, to pull to or draw toward oneself or itself, as in a magnet attracts iron. B, to draw by appeal to natural or excited interest, emotion, or aesthetic sense, and the synonym is entice, as in attract attention. We all love it when we attract attention, don't we? Uh, I guess that's part of why we're doing podcasts, why I'm doing this, why people do these things, because we want some attention, right? Deep-seated in our brains, we want attention. We want to attract it from you. Uh, Now we have the intransitive definition. It is to exercise attraction. And attractor or attractor is a noun. Uh, Now I want to see a picture of a tractor made uh, of a magnet. I don't know. Uh, The etymology says this is from Latin attractus, which is from the verb attrahere, which is from ad plus trahere, which means to pull or draw. And now we can do the synonym stuff. Attract, allure, charm, captivate, fascinate, and enchant mean to draw another by exerting a powerful influence. Attract applies to any degree or kind of ability to exert influence over another, as in students attracted by the school's locale. 
are students really attracted by the school's locale? Like, do they go to a school? I guess in college, yeah, that makes sense. In college, if it looks nice, they'll more likely want to go there. So that's why colleges make their, usually make their grounds all pretty and nice and fun. All right, next is allure implies an enticing by what is fair, pleasing, or seductive, as in an alluring smile. Charm implies the power of casting a spell over the person or thing affected and... No, that was strange. Charm implies the power of casting a spell over the person or thing affected and so compelling a response, as in charmed by their hospitality. But, ooh, I haven't seen this before. But it may, like captivate, suggest no more than evoking delight or admiration, as in her performances captivated audiences. I feel like the uh, plural performances uh, was unnecessary. It could have just said her performance captivated audiences. Fascinate suggests a magical influence and tends to stress the ineffectiveness of attempts to resist, as in a story that continues to fascinate children. And I just thought of something in regards to my comment about the word performances. Uh, they, The dictionary does a very good job at keeping all of the left and right sides justified. Uh, so there's no, it's just a straight line down on both sides of each column. And, uh, you know, when they have to add a hyphen, they'll do that. Uh, but in general, it stays pretty, pretty lean like that. So I suspect... Uh, that to make it um, nice and justified, they actually added the S. Her performance, if it were, if there were no S, the end of the line would be a, would have been a little bit short. Uh, hey, you dictionary makers, tell me if I'm right. All right, we just did fascinate, and now we have enchant, enchant, enchanted. I never saw that movie. Looked kind of fun actually. Uh, enchant is perhaps the strongest of the terms in stressing the appeal of the agent and the, deg- the degree of delight evoked in the subject, as in hopelessly enchanted by her beauty. Very hopelessly. Now we have attractant. This is a noun from 1920, a substance as a pheromone that attracts specific animals as insects or individuals of the opposite sex. Eh, you know, saying opposite sex, that's very dated now. Again, this book is a little bit old. Um, you could probably just leave it as as insects or individuals, period. End of sentence, end of story. Okay, now we have attraction. This is a noun from the 14th century. 1A, the act, process, or power of attracting. B, uh, 1B, personal charm. 2 the action or power of drawing forth a response, an attractive quality. Three, a force acting mutually between particles of matter, tending to draw them together and resisting their separation. Four, something that attracts or is intended to attract people by appealing to their desires and tastes, as in coming attractions. And there is an S at the end of that one. Uh, yeah, movie trailers. That's a lot of coming attractions. Interesting. I actually never thought about that phrase in that way. Uh, these are the things that are coming in the future, and they are there to attract you to go see them and spend the money. All right, now we have some synonym information again. Attraction, affinity, 
sympathy mean the relationship existing between things or persons that are naturally or involuntarily drawn together. Attraction implies the possession by one thing of a quality that puts another to it. As in, felt an attraction to danger. Affinity implies a susceptibility or predisposition on the part of the one drawn, as in, an affinity for mathematics. Sympathy implies a reciprocal or natural relation between two things that are both susceptible to the same influence, as in, two minds in sympathy. And we have one more word for this episode. It is the word attractive, A-T-T-R-A-C-T-I-V-E. This is an adjective from the 14th century. One, having or relating to the power to attract, as in, attractive forces between molecules. 2a, arousing interest or pleasure. Synonym is charming, as in, an attractive smile. Hee, I have an attractive smile. Can't you see it? And 2b, we have the synonym appealing, as in, an attractive offer. Attractively is an adverb, and attractiveness is a noun and something I don't have. There's no etymology for this one. We are going to choose the word attract, I think, as the word of the episode, uh, just because why not? Uh, Was there a better one? Mm. Ooh, actually, addo. That was pretty good. Yeah, we'll do addo as the word of the episode. It's actually a prefix. It is the prefix of the episode. It means one quintillionth. Um, uh, No, see, that, that confuses. It's not... It, the whole definition is one quintillionth part of. They put in the 10 to the negative 18th in parentheses, so that uh, right after the quintillion, so that makes me think it's the end, but it's not. Atogram is an example, uh, and I probably have read one, one um, ato, I don't know, one ato of the dictionary, one quintillionth. Uh, thank you for listening. If this is the first time you've listened, uh, shame on you. Also, I should have said this at the beginning. Go to the beginning. Go go to episode one, A1. Uh, that is where this journey begins that we are on together. I highly suggest you start there because this doesn't make any sense without that. All right. Thank you and goodbye.